How y'all doing tonight? Come on, clap your hands with us. Come on. Uh, it's a great time. It's a great time of the year. Uh, come on. Uh, to spread some love and some tears. Y'all not excuse me. Like Jada Pickett. Yeah. yeah. And how, you know, you can be part of the red table of the drum to be actually at the red table. And never get stressed. I wanna see you up. And never down. Listen, I wanna see you smiling. Listen, I wanna see you winning and living. Listen, come on, let's all come together. Listen, we gotta make the world better. It's alright to stand up and clap your hands. Listen, we're gonna live it. Listen, no matter the color. Let's say it again. Let's all come together. Let's all come. <laughs> so welcome to Blue Table Talks. I'm so excited to do this. Uh, my name is Gary Graham. Uh, for the folks who are on uh, Zoom with us, we're excited to bring Blue Table Talks back. It is a riff off of Red Table Talks. Um, Jada Pickett-Smith will want her money when we become big and famous. <laughs> um, but in the same vein, we'll pick a topic. Usually I try to pick topics that students are interested in and just it's dialogue, conversation, um, be as transparent as you'd like, challenge by choice. Um, but it is being recorded and we'll share some of, just some of the knowledge that students drop. Um, it is a dialogue. And it's my way of being a student to try to stay connected with students and to understand the student experience and to hear from students of what is important to them. Um, and so if you have ideas, both in Zoom, but also just as you are in your spaces, if you have suggestions on future topics, I'd love to hear them. For those who are in Zoom, if you have questions throughout the evening, um, please feel free to drop them in the chat. They are being monitored, um, so we will ask the uh, questions of our leaders today, which brings me to the topic, which is leadership lessons from student leaders. Um, it is not lost on me that I am surrounded by a table of powerful leading women. Um, I should mention, I, I did invite a couple of um, other folks who may identify as male or men, and they weren't able to make it. So if someone's watching and they're like, why did she only pick women? These just so happen to be um, the ones that were able to make it this evening. <laughs> so I'm so excited. We're going to get started. Hi, you still want it? So, um, let me ask you to do introductions and say your name, your major, your year in class, and your preferred pronouns, um, and we'll get started. So, let's just go this way. Hi, y'all. Uh, my name is Julia Ruiz. Uh, I am a third year. Uh, my major is kinesiology and allied health. And I am a minor in diversity and social justice. Um, preferred pronouns okay. and your leadership position. Okay, and my preferred pronouns are they and she. And my leadership position <laughs> is I'm the chairperson of the SMSU and rec moments. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Antia Zipiandi. My, my preferred. 
right. her pronouns mm-hmm. are she, her. I am a fourth year biology major, and my um, leadership roles are uh, being a co-president with Mariana at DSU, as well as uh, SMSU board director at the student rep. Hi, everyone. My name is Angelique Melendres. My pronouns are she and her. Um, I am a fourth year psychology major, and I'm also looking into minoring in child development. Um, I'm currently the ASI uh, board director for representative for the Palm Desert campus. I'm the PDC psychology club president, and I was a proud orientation leader. Well, my name is Roriana Bowman, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I am a transfer student, so this is my second year here at um, on campus at CSUSB, but I'm a fourth year technically because I'm a senior. This is I'll be graduating in uh, spring. And get it. Uh, and my leadership roles are okay. I am co-president of VSU with my sister in service, Alex. I am vice president of the Student African American Sisterhood, affectionately known as SOS. I am student representative for the Black Faculty Staff and Student Association. I am student representative for sustainability, and I also work as a student employee here in the SMSU under Anthony Roberson as operations mm, assistant. Nice. <laughs> and I didn't say that my pronouns are she, her, and hers. Thank you. My name is Daisy Ramos. I am a fourth year business administration major with a concentration in entrepreneurship. Preferred yeah. um, pronouns are she, her, Aya. And uh, my role uh, is I am the student body president, as well as I am the business administration coordinator for, um, for the Residence Hall Association. And I am currently inactive, but I am also a part of Capital uh, Delta Pipe. Okay. <laughs> so welcome, ladies. And I want to share with the folks on um, Zoom and us, this is the microphone. So we oh, don't have to try to navigate looking. I know it's weird to have the camera, but here's the microphone. <laughs> Y'all, we just going to focus here. <laughs> okay. Y'all, we just going to focus here. <laughs> all right. So I recognize that you probably didn't go into all the leadership positions that you've held, right? One of the things that I've always believed is that everyone is a leader because someone could always be looking and watching, right? So I don't necessarily believe in followers and leaders. I believe everybody's leading in different ways in different times. What are some of the journeys that have brought you to those leadership roles, even though you are already a leader, right? What has your journey been like? Particularly, um, I've heard at least one of you say, I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing. So what was the journey? What was the, what happened? How'd you get here? So I'm just going to open up as a dialogue, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think this question is really dope in the sense of like, like there's always a lot of pressure, like the performative pressure of being in academia, right? Like you have to you know, act a certain way. And then when you're in leadership, everyone's looking at you, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you make one wrong move, you, you look kind of, you kind of busted one day. So stuff like that. And I think for me, like it was uh, like being a re-entry student. I mean, most I think most of us are first gens, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and then all of the, pre- like the uh, performative pressure, right? And leadership. And then, you know, we want to 
want to get you know, well, then, so yeah. that's that's my sister's um i would want to add on to that i first generation here and no one in my family i believe i'm the second one to go to college in my family um there hasn't been any leadership roles in that sense within my family than going to college or anything like that so i definitely didn't think that i'd be in the role i am now um i it like you mentioned, it's a struggle being a student and a leader sometimes because you can't make a mistake. Um, it feels like you can't. If you yeah. miss one email, if, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, hey, they're not getting back to me, but I'm a student as well, yeah. trying to handle both and still be on top of everything. Um, but most importantly, trying to find that leadership in yourself when you're really creating that, you're really studying mm -hmm. that, not um, growing up, not seeing that within um, your family or necessarily that being first generation coming in and experiencing everything brand new so this is definitely brand new to me yeah. Yeah. mine's kind of weird like I was raised to be very outspoken I've <laughs> never been afraid to really speak my mind so I always anytime there was a leadership opportunity I've always went for it so I kind of was no difference coming into this school um, although when I transferred it was during COVID so I it's hard when you don't really know how to get involved, but you want to be involved in everything. And so the first opportunity that I got was the OL opportunity. And I when I took it and I ran with it. And I, <laughs> I, I think I, I can verbatim put on there, I really, really, really want to be an OL. <laughs> Please choose me. <laughs> and then from there, it's like you you meet so many different people and then you start paying attention to your email and saying like, okay, now there's this opportunity and there's this one and it's, it just goes from there. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'll, I'll share a little story. I'll try to keep it brief. Um, so a while ago, um, I got, so I'm not from here originally. I was born and raised in Ohio and where? Columbus. I'm oh, hey. Oh, hey. Yes, later. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a pin in that. Yes. Right. Ohio yes. and Dayton and Columbus are like a yeah. half part. Yeah, they're really close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I worked for the Department of Corrections. And I started off working in the mill room. I really wanted the job. I started off working in the mill room. And my um, boss, who always was like, you, you shouldn't, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, you, there's something better for you. Like, you're not supposed to be here. Like, you're like, there's something greater for you than just working in the mill room. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. So there was a position that came available as um, an asset manager. And I'm like, I have no experience at all as asset manager. He was like, no, you're going to do it. You're going to be great. And I'm like, uh, he's like, just apply. You're going to do it. You'll be great. So I applied. It must have been him who got me in because <laughs> I did it. And I was great at it, but it wasn't until after I got into the position that I realized that I literally oversaw and developed training for the entire state of Ohio and their entire prison industry. And I was like, hold on, wait, I didn't want this kind of responsibility. Like, hold on. And they're like, it's too late. You're already in it. You're doing great. And so when I decided to move to California, I'm like, I kind of just want to just lay low, but I also wanted to like build bonds and connections with people and things like that. So when I was at RCC, because I'm a transfer student, when I was at RCC, um, I joined Ujima and I was like, I just want to kind of get a little community service. So I'll do activities coordinator, you know, something kind of low key. And when everybody votes, because in order to become an officer, 
people have to vote. They didn't listen and they voted me in as vice president. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I wanted to be the activities coordinator, not the vice president. <laughs> Um, so all that to say that I feel like people always see a leader in me, even mm-hmm. though I don't want that like responsibility. Cause like you guys say, like when something goes wrong, it's on you. And I'm like, when something goes south, I don't want that headache, you know? <laughs> um, but so when I transferred here, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and just embrace the leader in me. And I'm gonna yeah. just, you know, go for yeah. everything that I can. And when the opportunity came, cause Elijah, when we first came, he was our president. So when the opportunity came for us to serve me and I was just like, that's just the right okay? Yeah. Let's just do it. So. so I'm gonna ask you, Alexandra, born or made, um, do le- does leadership happen because someone you know and someone cultivates it in you or you stepped out, you saw something and you were like, I'm, I'm just gonna go do this. Or is someone always paving the way? What do you, what do you think? Um, I think it's, a little bit of both. Uh, I think in my own experience, uh, people kind of like see me like some type of greatness. And I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm really like a reserved quiet person. <laughs> and I try to just be like what I can do. But I think sometimes there's like um, a thing that you're in or you're in a club and people see like that greatness in you mm-hmm. and they want you to like just go for it, you know, be that person that they they see that you can become. And so I think people can pave the way and give you that advice and um, mentorship to like, um, yeah, just to like develop and grow. And I think in kind of my journey, I've been more um, trying to just be more accepting of that and just, you know, like for us, I just, you know, embrace it and just run with it, even though it might be intimidating or you don't have like the like I guess the full like vision of it but just have to like just step out and go for it (laughs) you make me think of um there's lots of research out there that talks about the gender piece of of leadership Mm -hmm. and I wonder the gender how does gender show up and this is not a question I'm wondering where women are have to be kind of like no, you can do this. You, you, there's this efficacy, right, around leadership and being convinced, yes, you can do this, where some of our counterparts don't have to be <laughs> convinced. They actually have to be told, no, actually, you need to go do some training. <laughs> you, know, like you, you don't, it's just interesting. And if you look it up, there is this like difference in efficacy based on gender where women have, they go through thinking, well, I'm not enough. I haven't done enough. I want, I want the backseat. And how do we um, encourage each other to go ahead and take the, just walk into it, sis. Like you can't, you can't hide, you can't run from it. You can't, you went a whole state away to try to avoid it. And you just listed six things. Like, yeah, it's not working, just walk into it. Right. What are some of the leadership lessons that you've learned along the way besides I can't run from it. So I might as well just be, I might as well be dope because, I just am. Favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> I love that word. A good friend of mine, Alondra Gomez. Shout out to you. Hey, <laughs> she um she's definitely helped be uh shape who I am in the sense of making me a lot more outspoken. I it wasn't outspoken before um and running for this position. Uh 
I originally was running for vice president. And she's like, why are you running for vice president? I was like, oh, because I'm DIA right now. And essentially, all my duties align with vice president. So it'd just be a smooth transition. She's like, so you're settling. You're settling. Mm. <laughs> you want to settle. Such a good yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. So you're pretty much like no, and I was. She's like, those are excuses. I was like, like, hold on. And she's like, you can do this. You need to do this. So it's like, I feel like we've always been told, take a seat. Like you know, we got like from our um counterparts mm-hmm. uh, thank you um we've always been, oh i got this you know um i'll go do this and we've always seen that so i'm like okay i always used to i wouldn't speak i'm like you said that okay i'll go ahead and let you do that but now i'm like why do you gotta do that i want to do that too mm-hmm. so you can't tell me that so it's trying to be a little more unspoken getting out of your comfort zone for yeah. sure definitely a big one I saw a meme last night that don't let your comfort zone kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What other leadership lessons? Um, I think for me, um, two things that I really learned as a leader, um, and it's, that's okay to ask for help. Yeah. to do things because oh, it's yeah. like I'm the president so I have to do da 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 and it's like no you're the president you tell people what to do like can you do this for me please? can you do that for me you know so that was one thing that I learned and also um to be more open because I'm not like a 90% of people I am not a group project person and being a part of these things are like group projects right and I'm just like I don't want to do it because everybody's gonna put their weight I don't want to do it because selfishly, I think my idea is the best and this is the way I want to go with it. But, you know, growing in that and being like, you know what? There is space for other people's ideas. Sometimes your ideas aren't the best or sometimes your ideas aren't the best way to achieve a certain goal, even though it might be a good idea or it's just not realistic or something like that. So being open. So now I'm always like, please tell me if my idea is crap or tell me if you don't like what I, you know, what I propose or something like that. So it's hard to remember we have a role in other people's leadership development mm-hmm. and when we don't delegate we're actually not allowing them to grow yeah. and get the skills that they would need right yeah. and so where we are like I got this I'm gonna do this well actually delegating grows you but it grows the other person too mm-hmm. yeah. and it can be really hard when you're a control freak like yeah. I got a standard <laughs> this thing gonna be run away I'm mad the tablecloth ain't ironed you know what I mean like, <laughs> Any other lessons that you want to just drop for for other students? Because I just don't be afraid to be a go getter. Yeah. Like if, if you don't take it, someone else is. So why not just take that risk? Yeah. So uh, the best lesson I've ever learned in life is the worst thing anybody could ever tell you is no. So why not just go for it? And even if they tell you no, you can still you got it in you. You can persuade that yes, you can get it if you really want it. Yeah. So. No means next opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, well. When one door closes, another one. one Right, right, right. Anything else, Alexandra? I was just going to add, don't be afraid to speak up um, because your your opinion and your voice is valuable. Mm -hmm. And you can never, you never know, like, if you spoke up on, like, certain topic or you're at, like, a certain, like, meeting and you voice your opinion that it actually helped the group and mm-hmm. the other, um, you were serving. So don't be afraid to speak up and just let your voice be heard. 
It's kind of like that one person in class that asked the question that everyone's thinking. Yeah. 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 And everyone's like, oh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> I don't want to add, stay informed. Oh, there we go. That's what I, I think say. it's yeah. so important because um, we came into these roles because we looked for them. Or yeah. We were out there looking. And today I presented in front of one of my classes. He had uh, My professor had me present. He's like, you're ASI president? Okay. Next class you're coming in and you're telling them about ASI because I guarantee you half or almost all of them don't know what ASI is. So right yeah. before he had me present, he raised his hand to see who knew what ASI was. Mm -hmm. Three people were, I think I do, mm -hmm. out of the, the almost 30 students. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I thought at least half. Yeah. You know? So once I let them know, I was like, this is what ASI has to offer. This is what we do. Keep an eye on your email. This is how you can get involved. This is how you can be part of the decision making. Um, all of them were like, oh, okay, where can I go? What can I do? Um, and I can do this and that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, stay informed. Yeah. Look at mm -hmm. your emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the emails are really, really important. Yep. <laughs> stay informed for more than what is the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we can get lost in the rabbit hole of social media. Yeah. Um, I had to delete uh TikTok. <laughs> I'm serious. I thought I blacked out. Yeah. I was looking and I was like, where did two hours go? Like, yeah. what? I fell down the rabbit hole. Like, there's yeah. other things I need to be staying informed about, right? And there's a time and place. I get it. But if you could go back, and I'm not, I believe that everything that I've gone through got me here. So I'm not quick yeah. to want to undo anything. Mm -hmm. But what do you wish you would have known sooner? Which is kind of the same vein. Um, what do you wish someone had said, Oriana, and you listened and captured it and moved with it sooner? Oh, as a leader? Yeah. That's a tough one. I think, um, I think starting just this journey of higher education earlier okay. for me, um, because I have so many goals and I feel like, oh, girl, getting up there in age, <laughs> you're going to make it, you're going to make it. And <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> like, wow, so <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think I would have just started that earlier. Like, my, my dad is, like, a real strict on, like, education, and that's how I was growing up. So I'm like, well, I just need this break for a minute, and then where the years go, yeah. you know what I mean? So now it's like, oh, if I have these experiences, early in life as a leader on campus for BSU or, you know, what have you, then I probably would have been in a different path career-wise instead of kind of trying to play catch-up. I mean, I know everybody's on their own time. There's no timeline, you know, but. You still, you still refer back to it, right? Like, what if I had done this? What if this had been different? Yeah. And like, I think that, like, for me, like, I kind of had that same, like, anxiety, right? Like, I know, like, me and Alexander want to be physicians in the future. And I was a biology student. I can't be a biology student and do everything else. And I don't know how she does it. And I like oh, look at her at all. Like, <laughs> over her head. She's just like, she does it all. You know what I mean? And so for me, I think what was really important in reflection of like the beginning journeys like now is like setting those boundaries with yourself. Like saying, I can't, I being real with yourself. Like, can I do this? Like, can I, can I really commit and be the best student I can possible and do all this stuff? Mm -hmm. Or is something going to give? Mm -hmm. And like nine times out of ten, it's your mental health, it's your physical health, mm -hmm. it's your relationship with your friends and family, and like 
You hit rock bottom. You don't want to hit rock bottom. You guys don't want to hit it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And sometimes you have to like, you have to be, you have to reflect and get to know yourself and make those mistakes and take time off of school. Like I took time off of school because I couldn't afford it. And I was just like, looking back, I'm like, damn, I could be done right now. Mm-hmm. Like, confidence as well I, I get that a lot um I would tend to second guess myself a lot and I wasn't like oh I don't want to do that Angelique like you mentioned the worst thing that can happen is saying someone saying no you know and I was scared of that I don't want anyone to tell me no I was like I don't want to hear that I want to make sure if I go into something I'm going to get a yes failures mm-hmm. mm-hmm. need to happen in order no you learn from failures more than you learn from success Mm. So, getting that. Um, Say it for the people in the back. You learn a lot from failures and you get some success. And whether you want to fail or not, and of course, really, it's never a goal, but you learn from it and you know how to do better. Um, so, I think that's something that almost everyone I come across to, uh, or in a leadership position, you always tell me, be more confident in yourself. Like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. They see potential in me because I wasn't confident seeing that potential in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And always to be, be a little more aggressive, be assertive. Um, it's okay to be assertive. And I can imagine now as the voice for, mm-hmm. I mean, no pressure, but the voice <laughs> for students, right? Yes. You are going to have to, whatever inhibition you had about being assertive, you got to bring it. Like yeah. now's the time because yeah. you're sitting in spaces where students need you Definitely. to have a voice, right? Mm-hmm. To interrupt that meeting, to cause disruption. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I've had a chance to do some studying and presenting on imposter syndrome oh, yeah. and just my frustration with it doesn't seem to outage us. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine you asked to the most elderly of individuals. Again, research says women have it more than <laughs> But this like always bumping up to do I deserve this? Am I worthy? Did I do enough? Am I as smart as like do I am I, I'm at this table and am I supposed to be at this table? Is there someone else that could do better than me? But actually, you are the absolute best you and if you got to the table there's a reason so rock it out you know what I mean and that's something I continually have to like even now you know I'm at Cal State I'm not a there's lots of people that have been here for years mm-hmm. and I'm like okay well maybe I should be quiet for the people that have been here for years but it's like you know those are the things that still come in my head even though I'm a seasoned pro- professional in this field so like just always fighting that imposter syndrome. You're, we are not imposters. You got here for a reason. You're here for a reason and rock it out while you're here. You kick the door open for the next person, right? Yeah. Leave it open just long enough for someone else to get in. What can, so this is a controversial question because when I believe when you ask questions, you need to be prepared to own up. And I think I saw our vice president in here somewhere. 
Um, I can't see her. Hi, Dr. Oliveris, if you're still here. What can the university do for <laughs> what can the university do to support leaders, um, our student leaders in their development? I'm looking at Julia. That's her my eyes. mom and my grandma. And my aunt Toby's up there too. Oh. Hey, Aunt Toby. <laughs> Are they gonna come to graduation? So what can we do? Um, and I recognize if I ask, that means I need to be prepared, right? What can we do to help support our student leaders, resources? Um, Dr. Oliveira said, whatever you want financially, she'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is she going to unmute? Like, no, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. <laughs> what can we do? What can we Listen to us. Yes, be open. We are advocates when we're not advocates. We're not present. Be that. And I know you both do an amazing job mm -hmm. at it. So, but most importantly, listening to us and making sure that the medium, um, seeing our concerns, because in a meeting we might address something and it might get passed over. You know, mm -hmm. and as much as we want to fight for it or want to, we are passionate about that. It might not get through everyone, mm -hmm. but when it comes from somewhere at a higher level. It's like, okay, wow, they're being serious. So listening to us and making sure we have a seat at every table, even if we don't know that there's a seat available for us. Mm -hmm. I will say that um, coming into my role on PDC, I, uh, I took my first step on that campus even in August. So, uh, you know, I asked a bunch of other people like questions about things and just hearing like, oh, you can't talk to so-and-so because he won't listen to you. Mm. Oh, that's not going to happen with so-and-so because like, oh, he's just going to look at you and be like, oh, but if a guy goes in, it'll be a different story. So that's something oh, that, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, so that's something that like I personally am learning about that mm. I know needs to change. Mm. So I'm like, I'm like not going to name any names, but I'll talk to Gaston. <laughs> we need a conversation later. Yeah. So just, just that, like, I don't want this feeling of being like, oh, I can't go talk to this dude. Because honestly, like, I don't care what position you're in. My voice is just as valid as yours. If anything, I'm still a student. My fees are on this campus, as well as all the other students. So without students, there's no university. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So just that. No, you're <laughs> I would say uh, for me, something that I've noticed during my tenure is that there's a ton of committees. Yeah. There's a committee for the committees. <laughs> and although I know the intentions are well, I always think, especially in the Alex's position and trying to fight for things for Black students, like having more culturally relevant um, just subjects. Like, yeah. I don't want um the only place that we learn about black people to be in my black history class like black people have been mathematicians for millennia back mm -hmm. to egypt right mm -hmm. i want um how when we talk about education when we talk about daycares when we talk about doctors like i want to have the black cultural experience present in those things um, i mean in those areas and when i bring these things up it's like Oh, let's get a committee for that. No, let's not get a committee for it. Let's solve the problem. Let's get the problem solved. Like we can table it to the next meeting, but so y'all can kind of get your thoughts together on it. 
But I don't want to keep seeing a committee for a committee for a committee when we bring, and that's for everybody, not just for, I mean, I'm speaking from the Black student perspective, but that's for all the students. When we bring an issue to the table, solve the issue. Don't create a committee that takes another year and then there's another person in my position and I didn't see the fruits of the labor or they're left holding yeah. the the bill of trying to get those things resolved. It's just amazing to me. But if you ever want somebody to come up to something for you, I stand in front of all and my latte like y'all can wait. With a smile. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Did you get my email? <laughs> no, I yeah. Well, yeah, no, good thing I'm here. Yeah. Let bureaucracy, listen, yeah. action-oriented. I hear you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Y'all, like, said everything I wanted to say. Um, I think, yeah, just action oriented and um, trying to, you know, get something or at least, um, yeah, like we bring something to the table or we like bring up like a, like a certain concern. Um, like, what are some ways that we can like do like compile the steps and like, um, like initiate it and like try to at least get it done before our time is gone and we have to pass it to like another person and. I think, yeah, it's like important to like, I love the committees, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> but it's a lot of run around. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. getting yeah. solved yeah. by yeah. having so, so. Just like a middleman. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe just like sit down and observe and look at from a student's perspective, like put yourself in our shoes and see, hey, if I were a student, what would I be doing right now? What is everybody doing? You notice a big line in one area. Of a food station. Why is there one line? You notice that there's not as many food stations open. Mm-hmm. All right, we need to open those right away. Yeah. Like, put yourselves in our like in our shoes. In that sense. I think that you know it, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Like, you know, reach out to students. Like, reach out to students and like bump into students intentionally, right? Mm-hmm. Go out of your way to go to the commons. I know, I like one of my colleagues kind of mentioned that this week. Um, just but making it intentional, right? Like we're even as as with like women of color that are leaders, like it's not about us. It, mm-hmm. We're the first to do the things that we've done, and so that's already impactful. Ooh, is that subtitle? <laughs> I was like, women are not. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Let me distract you. Um, yeah, we're the first to do the things that we do, right? And I think also. Um, I'm gonna tread lightly. <laughs> I'm gonna tread lightly, but I think like tokenization of young folks too. Like, if we are gonna be in committees, like, like I, I, I would love to see her resume, all of our resumes, right, and put them on the put them on the table and be like, but you want us to do work for free? You okay. want us to do things for free, knowing good and well we have the skill sets to do other things. We're going out of our way to develop ourselves in a way that. To benefit you for free, and that that that's that's a you know that's further disenfranchisement, and I think that that is an ugly way, right? Because that we're transitioning to a point where like we like young people are like, no, like I'm valuable enough to get paid in an internship, and mm-hmm. at this point, like if you're not getting paid at an internship, you don't look at that internship because mm-hmm. California is not cheap to be in. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, no. um, and most of us, you know, like we bear the burdens of our family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we are real people doing real things, like. 
with real struggles and real trauma, real trauma from the things we've been through. Not because like we wanted to, but we needed to do it to survive. And that's why our resumes are reflective of the things that we've gone through. And so it needs to be valued. And if you're not sure, if you're like, man, this kid's got a lot of a lot of uh, experience under their belt and many different things, ask them about it. Well, why were you at such a young age, 15 and a half, you know, working so hard? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I had to put food on the table for my family. I had to grow up fast. I had to do those things. And those are skill sets that you don't teach in a classroom. You don't get at a training seminar. You know what I mean? Um, And so I think that that, you know, the tokenization of of young people, um, borderline, not just discriminatory acts of like not paying people for their work and their labor, um, but knowing that young people have a skill set and they're good, they're damn good at what they do. And then being like, oh, you know, the experience will really get you where you need to be. And I'm like, I've been experienced. I think, you know, running into students, getting to know students. And I feel like we're, you know, as student leaders, we're only as strong as our weakest student. You know what I mean? Our weakest person is the kid that, you know, like I, I came back as a part time student and like I, didn't think I belonged here. You know what I mean? And that sucks. Mm. That sucks to feel like that. But I know there's always students that feel like that. And that's my responsibility as well. Them. Just as it is like your responsibility to reach out to me. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's not just about us. You know what I mean? So I think that holistically looking at it, like I, I can't be successful if Alexander's not successful, if Daisy's not successful, if Alexander's not successful. And then I, I don't want to say your name. It's Roriana. Roriana? Okay. Yeah. Roriana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna, you know what I mean? Like that. We're acquainted now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like wanting to want to see other women and other people just want to thrive. You know what I mean? Like it's not competition. We're, we're here to pull each other up. I don't know. Yeah. I've been through it. I don't want to go through it again. Right. I'm trying to build together. So I think that's important too, is facilitating an environment where we're not so cutthroat, mm-hmm. where it's not like, Oh, you know, Daisy versus that's so much you and Julia. Like, no, I'm like, I don't got no, I'm not trying to do that. I don't got the energy of a human. Nothing wrong. I'm good. I'm just trying to do my thing with my homies. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I thought. No, I appreciate okay. it. You make me think. Um, I know Dr. Oliveris does VP with the T. Yeah. Um, T with the VP. Yeah. T with the VP. T with the VP. But it's important for us to. I think really beef up our communication as well, because it's not a um, trying to like give an excuse, but I think we do need to be more intentional about, I heard you and here's what I'm working on and accountability, that cycle of accountability so that you don't get overtaxed and you don't feel like I'm just being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Keep calling me to these tables and asking me for my experience and putting me in these spaces, mm-hmm. but I don't see anything getting done. Mm-hmm. And the time that I'm here, yeah. I can't be studying, taking mm-hmm. care of my family, working the other three, three jobs that yeah. you have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that I, I immediately thought about the team with the VP because I know she spends a lot of mm-hmm. time. Um, I can't remember how often. Drop it in the chat, Dr. Oliveris. Um, I think it's monthly of her just, you know, saying this is what's going on and we have to do more of that. Um, let me, so before I ask your advice, because I told you I needed your advice on something before we leave, I do want to give you the opportunity just to talk about your organization or anything that is prevalent that's going on with the space that you are leading. So ASI, you said you were in a class, only three people knew for, you know, 
for the good of the culture, tell us what's going on. SMSU, um, you're 50,000. <laughs> you can come by, we are the union. Bye-bye. BSU, PDC, um, the floor is yours. Let's take about 10 minutes to just give us updates. What's going on? What do we need to know about? ASI, we just passed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ASI, we just passed our first ever policy agenda, um, where we are focusing on sixteen goals around campus. Uh, the first three are the main ones students um, raise their concerns about during our election. Um, they are uh, parking services. Um, campus safety and mental health, um, the biggest three that our students want us to focus on. So we added those onto our policy agenda. Those are our first three on there. Um, any support from anyone, any, um, uh, sorry, I'm like going blank right now. Uh, any support from anyone on campus, any clubs or organizations, we would really appreciate it. Uh, and then we also launched our hotspot initiative where students not only, yes, mm -hmm. uh, not only have to be on our house squad, house squad, go go to They can uh, join and be a part of ASI, stay on campus wide committees, uh, mm -hmm. and be a part of the decision making firsthand. Uh, so everyone gets a seat at the table, everyone can come. Uh, we are also trying to fill our board of directors and have a full board uh, by the end of this year. So that's our main goals right now. Thank you. So at SMSU, um, currently right now, we you know just got some new folks on, on the board. And so I'm really excited about that. We do have some vacant positions that we're trying to fill. But ultimately, um, with SMSU, there's just been a lot of changes. You know, there's been a lot of cultural changes. There's been a lot of a, a, a lot of good changes happening. And I think, you know, I'm so excited to be, you know, to be part of that, like to be to be able to have those difficult conversations, to be able to sit here, you know, with Dr. Graham and y'all and be like, you know, to, to hash it out, you know? <laughs> this is a culture change. It hasn't happened like this before. And it's exciting, you know what I mean? Like, it's so exciting because it, it puts stuff out, out there on the line. We can't tell you, y'all didn't know on both sides, right? Students yeah. and, you know, uh, professional staff at CSUSB. So like, you know, same thing is going through at SMSU, you know, I'm excited and I love, I love SMSU. I love our campus. Um, we're an embodiment. Of the people that work just work for that work hard. Um, I have a lot of love for the IE. Born and brave. <laughs> <laughs> I love it here. You know, I love I love our people. I love, you know, you know, I was talking to one of um, our uh, our coordinators. I won't drop names because you know I don't have any consent to share stories, but um, <laughs> but just hearing the impact, right, of the the experiences that people have had, you know, the elders of our community. And connecting them, right? And connecting them to what I can do now and connecting them to what can be done, right? They're just, you know, they're an embodiment. But um, yeah, so two things that are changing. We've got some, got some roles on SMSU. You want to come out? Go ahead. Join the board directors. You know anybody? Um, but also, you know, authentically leading, right? Um, not 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 furthering the tokenization of young people in leadership roles, but having those conversations and me being me feeling comfortable enough to be able to go to my, you know, my counterparts at SMSU and be like, I need help or I need this and I need that. And I'm actually listening. That doesn't happen. Um, not in the past, at least. But, you know, things are changing and it's exciting to be a part of that. Um, again, it's just, you know, it's a reflection of what's happening. So. You got one big announcement for 
this year at some point. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, I will have to. everyone sees it, right? <laughs> well, we're opening up the SMSU North, which is the big, gorgeous building that y'all are going to be in. Um, it's exciting. It's, it's brand new. It's, you know, it's, it's a fruit of everyone's sacrifice and labor. Um, and I, you know, it always brings tears to my eyes because it's, it's in a, it comes during a really difficult time when, you know, we've lost one of our close ones in SMSU and, um, and it's really difficult and, you know, our communities and the Inland Empire has taken a lot of hits, but um, I'm really hoping that, you know, us and the, um, the leadership that have brought SMSU North together understands the mission, right? It's not about us. It's about what this building, what these buildings can hold and house, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not just for students, but for the folks out there, for the young people, for the young people of color, for young people of disenfranchisement and socioeconomic status, homeless students, um, for first gen students, for undocumented students, like this is your home. Like you deserve to be here just with anybody else. Yeah. So um, I'm just excited in February, February 17th. The first and second week of seventh February, we just solidified the date is when we're gonna have opening ceremony. We're gonna have land acknowledgement from local from our San Manuel tribe, which you know for me that's always something something beautiful because I'm indigenous and so it always holds holds me near and dear knowing that you know we're not furthering you know the, uh, the inequities that have happened to indigenous folks. So um, so yeah, like welcome home, y'all. Welcome home. Welcome home. <laughs> Thank you. Very much. you. So with BSU, uh, we just had our first uh, uh, general body meeting like two weeks ago. Uh, isn't that great? Like, um, the first one was two weeks ago, but then we had one yesterday. yesterday. Yes. yes. And it was really good. Uh, the students came out. Uh, we were talking about uh, Drake's new album. And <laughs> <laughs> so Donda, is it good or not? <laughs> That's kind Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm old. It's certified lover boy. But don't go back. I didn't yeah. listen to it. And Please don't tell my daughter I just did that. I mean, even production is laughing. That is not funny. <laughs> okay, oh Drake. Yeah. Certified yeah, lover boy. <laughs> I didn't listen to it either, so I had to out of obligation to okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. The students came out. They really enjoyed the discussion. Um, it was really interesting to see, like, even like as young folks are, like, we still like understand like the I guess the rap game mm -hmm. in the sense and how like like Drake how how like in the sense that he thinks. Um, or does he have like notoriety? Notoriety. Notoriety. It's okay. But it's interesting just to hear the students come out and really be like, you know what? No, like there's still like old heads that were in the yeah. rap game, and <laughs> he's he's not that old yet. So it's always been a pleasure meeting like the young folks and really just being connected with them. So mm -hmm. we're excited for more events with them. Uh, we do, are gonna have like a paint and sip. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. A paint and sip. Paint and sip, okay. Yeah. Kool-Aid, um, <laughs> orange juice, lemonade. Um, it's gonna be a sparkling cider. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's 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 
that's her that's son. Up. What are we sending? <laughs> apple juice? Right in it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm good. I, I fell into my Dina Sue's role just for a giving that space for our members to analyze the things that they are ingesting into, you know, their psyche and things like that. So kind of to what Alex was saying um, in relation to Drake still kind of new, because in one of his songs, he's like, all you guys are my sons. So it's like, can you say that? Have you been here long enough to say that? Mm -hmm. Um, He talks about um, loyalty and how um, losing friends, he's like, that's a fair trade for me. I, I can lose friends to, you know, go higher in life. So we talked about what do we have to lose to be here as a college student? Did we yeah, lose our yeah, friendships yeah. from high school and things like that? So like mm-hmm. take, taking something that's culturally relevant, yeah. but then getting us to think about it in other ways and like, oh, should I be listening to this? Can I relate to this? Or is it, you know, things like that. So yeah, so it was good to get their insight and perspective on those things. Um, an upcoming event? Yes. Yeah, so uh, as Alex said, we, we are doing the paint and sip. We're pushing for... Um, a Halloween um, community service initiative mm-hmm. where we're going to give back to the community. Um, we will, well, BFSSA is doing the Rathma event October 14th. So that's going to be, yeah, it's going to be so, I'm so ready because I love an opportunity to dress up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be really exciting where students can start practicing their elevator pitches. And we're honoring um, our, our, uh, Co-worker who unfortunately passed away, Brianna, with two scholarships, one for yes. undergraduate, one for so Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we're honoring her in that way. Um, and as far as shout the, out Anthony, <laughs> oh, no, I can't, I gotta share. Um, and so uh, let's mention the thought real quick. Oh, <laughs> as 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 BSU, um, we do uh, encourage our members to come to us for hours on anything you need. If you need housing, if you need mm-hmm. food, if you need deodorant for the day, I don't know. Just let us know whatever these books, anything. There's times where I've been sitting and someone's like, oh, I need to get whatever, whatever for these books. I'm like, have you have you heard of the library? Please check out the library before you spend money on your books. You might find it there. Yeah. So, but I'm always like, did you? She's like, no. And I'm like, we found two of your books this yeah. year. Like, so like whatever it is, let us know. And then we can say, oh, we have a service for that. And if we don't, I'm like, hey, Anthony, <laughs> my student needs this. How, how do we make it happen? And we're going to try to figure out how to make it happen because the last thing we need, especially as a marginalized community, is to have something like, oh, I couldn't get this book yeah. to yeah. put you behind. Yeah. So yeah. even if I got a put on my pocket, to, well, I probably can't do $200. But dollars on it for you. We get pass around the plate at the yeah. next meeting, <laughs> like offering. But yeah, um, so we always encourage them to come to us um, if they need anything. Um, for SAS, we do need um, another exec board member. I believe it's treasurer. So if anybody's interested in serving SAS, I'm also going to plug in for my brothers for SOP. If y'all are interested yeah. in being on the board of SOP, please um, let someone in BSU know. Contact Anthony 
or Brandon, who are the um, advisors for Saab. Um, and don't be afraid to be involved. Is there something that we're doing, like how we're trying to do the paint sip and you're like, oh, I want to, I make paint brushes. Then mm -hmm. let us know any type of, um, you do nails, lashes, you sing, you rap, whatever. Yeah. Let us know, especially let me know, because if you have a musical <laughs> talent, <laughs> I also, uh, the plethora of things I do. I also DJ for Coyote Radio, Ooh. so we can get you on. Like we can get there. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, let somebody know. Don't keep your talents hidden. So you know you're the only person to know because by telling one person, that person yeah. may know somebody who knows somebody that knows yeah. somebody. So yeah. That word. That word. I mean, I got an idea for books. Okay. Yeah. In PDC. <laughs> All right. So um, I know with PDC, we're doing a Meet the Rep Day on September 30th. So just yeah. get me, me. Abby is here. Hi, Abby. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm really, really hoping to um, get students to go out there and ask me questions, tell me what they want, what they need, concerns, anything like that. Um, I know there's a tie-dye event um, in October, and then we're having a movie night in October. Um, but I guess like just some of the things that uh, that I want to do at PDC is uh, just in, my biggest thing was to incorporate a lot of the things that are at SBC at PDC because it's it's like night and day. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if any of you have ever like went to PDC or not, but like. We have like one building where we're trying to cram in like six or seven things and it's just like all right versus here there's this huge building where it's like okay there's that section for this there's that section for that and we kind of don't have that there um i'd love to start um to have child care at yes. PDC. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. PDC rep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um i know who i need to contact for that uh Right now, I'm working on getting food at PDC. So, because we also don't have a cafeteria or absolutely any food option mm -hmm. on campus, like what you guys have here. <laughs> but it's, like, it's a common theme. It's just like, oh, yeah, we don't have that at PDC. We don't have this at PDC. So now we got to start getting things at PDC. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's just. We'll definitely for you, like, yeah. Yeah. let us know how yeah. we can support. I know, um, actually, Dr. Oliver spent the day at PDC today, mm -hmm. um, connecting and just hearing, listening, you know, he said, listen, right? Mm -hmm. So she was at PDC all day today. Um, so let us know. And we, we, we have listened, and I just text her, like, can I share some things? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just know that uh, we're listening. We're listening. And if she texts, I'll tell you. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Hi, Paula. Look at her smile. Yeah. <laughs> Another student leader. Glad to have you. She turned her camera off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Um, be sure to attend Tea with the VP. Was that Paula? Oh, oh be yeah. I was just saying, I was trying, I was trying oh. to unmute, but instead I, I turned off my camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw your face and your smile. I want to say hi. <laughs> um, the team with the VP will take monthly take place monthly this fall. We see that on the on the screen. Um, and this, the first one will be October fifth, twelve to one. It's really important to be there because the vice president is going to tell you things from a vice presidential mm -hmm. level, right? Yeah. Um, the purview that she has, the access that she has, the information, and so. 
be there, be on the Zoom call, whatever you can. And I know she um, does an Instagram live. Mm -hmm. So if you can't make it, I think we need to get an in-person one. Good. Good. Yes. I'm I'm pretty sure. Like I'm, I'm, it's probably on my calendar. Like, (laughs) Like I know I've seen that. So the one thing I wanted to ask your advice about, what are the things you do? Yeah. I wanted to say something which you just reminded me about. So I feel so bad. I should I should have done this, but BSU meets weekly on Wednesdays from five to <laughs> <Yeah>. seven, <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram at uh, CSUSB underscore BSU. Got it. I'm sorry. No, again, no, like, that's what they you're don't supposed even to know do. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me let me do a final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do it. Like, ASI, our directors meet every other Tuesday, so not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday we'll be meeting. From 12 to 2 p.m. and the link can be found at CSUSB um, the ASI. Please join us. For PDC, I have office hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays it's uh, 12 to 2, and then that's for students who have like a lunch time at that period. Then for your non-traditional students, Thursdays from 5 to 7. Get it. Where yeah. where is that office? Yeah, I don't add Zoom. PT oh, okay. <laughs> um, is not big enough to give us our own offices. So uh, Zoom is where it's at. Where can I get the link from? Um, on the ASI website, on the CSUSB okay. website. On your board of directors. Yeah. Board of directors. So I have the opportunity to offer a resource. And I need to, I want to pick your brains about is this something students would be interested in and um, how should I do it? Um, I would like to offer leadership development grants where students could apply for funding to go to some kind of leadership development experience, particularly because we're now starting to be on in person. Um, so if there's a conference that you wanted to go to or like, um, I know that our associations in higher education are NASPA and ACPA, um, the, is that something that you feel like if I rolled out the students could apply for a thousand dollars to support their attendance to something, would that be something that you feel like is a good use of those funds? Yeah, we try to yeah, without okay. a second thought. My my question to that, I know ASI has to pick up some organizations. What would be the difference in the terms with um, um, our I can barely hear you, I'm sorry. Uh, with our cab, um, cab funding, and then ASI has that for students who want to go um, mm-hmm. to um, leadership trainings as well, mm-hmm. conferences. Uh, what would be the difference? It's would more. more. Okay, more. Mm-hmm. okay. So, <laughs> so students can apply to both. Which is what I'm, yeah. I'm brainstorming. So yeah. don't don't anybody at me or email me and yes. tell me about yeah. 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 like Before I appeal to do it, I just want yeah. to know if there would be an interest. I feel oh, like yeah, yeah. things are expensive I, I and think, we have to cap things. In, in, in relation to that, like it has to be a local something local, right? To ensure that like if students are going to a conference and they, they don't they can't go to work, that's what that hundred thousand dollars, that's what that cap funding is gonna go towards. But if they're if the conference is across the country, that's a whole nother beast of like flights, that's a whole nother beast of hotels, that's a whole nother beast of like missing work. And so like that grant and in yeah. a cab and you can have both of them, it has to ensure that like students are able to be able to be there present. And not have to worry about stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like that's, that's no, it would be my, all inclusive. My, okay. my thing would be because I don't believe in sending people where they have to. Now this is me, mm-hmm. but you sharing a room should be an option because mm-hmm. these days 
Like, mm-hmm. I get resources, or but there's also these pieces of yeah. people's identity and, you know, forcing them into spaces they don't necessarily be in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to send you somewhere and I'm like, oh, but let me know how you get gas and flight. Yeah, and yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. the way I was thinking the application is that you submit a, um, a budget, like uh-huh. here's what this whole experience is going to be. And this All is right. where I'm getting other okay. funding. And this is how this would assist with the goal of when you go places that it is covered so yeah, you can yeah. be present. I can't do anything about lost wages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can try to make sure that when someone's taking advantage of a leadership opportunity, yeah. it's not costing them. Now, I would like, now this is where you might push back. <laughs> when you come back, what can you bring to the university to help pour into, right? So when you go, can you come back and be prepared to share your notes with, you Wait, know? Why, why would I push back on well, because I don't want it to. Oh, also, I don't want it to feel like okay. Like now, I'm incumbent upon you, or I'm indentured yeah, you to you to because yeah, yeah, like I like help you, but now you got. Yeah, I don't want it to be quid pro quo, but I I like for students to know that that investment it's coming back to us yeah. as a community. Mm-hmm. And while you you develop as a person, you also let us know is this a good place to send students? Mm-hmm. And yeah. what were the ten things that really caught your eye? Is there a book that you saw? that you're like, oh, we need to make sure that faculty are aware, like somehow bring back to the university so that we can also benefit from that yeah. from that resource. So I would want to build in yeah. kind of like post what you would do. But I'm just, again, I'm just, I first wanted to ask, is that something that sounds yeah, interesting? Yeah, 100%. I feel like not only, it'll open up a lot more doors for other students as well. Um, so not everyone who, Let's say for some reason all the cab funding is gone. Mm-hmm. We have this as well for mm-hmm. students to go in. So it just opens up doors for so many more students and um, all of our communities to come together and go and and expand on, on their leadership. And I'll be uh, sure before I do anything to talk to you about the cab funding so yes. people aren't confused. Yeah. And we also have our um, uh, research and traffic graph. I will say to just just a comment on the like if it's you know that should be I feel like also when you think about the non-traditional students who are at home with their families Mm -hmm. not every mom or dad can just be like all right I'm up and leaving I'm going to a conference so to have somebody come back and be like okay this was what was at the conference this is what I learned this is what if you would have went, this is what you would have gained. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. That we share, we share the well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having testimonials on the website, maybe. Yeah. 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 All right. I was, I was nervous. I would be like, that's what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any questions from those in attendance? Hi, David. We yeah. just gonna say hi to anybody. Oh, there. I We're love David. Bigger, so we can see. <laughs> hi, Dr. <laughs> David. Hi, Jesse. Hey, <laughs> I think my uncle was on there. My uncle is <laughs> Any questions for this panel? <laughs> Hi, that's good. No questions? David, you have one? Do you want to unmute? I think you can unmute. Can you unmute or does he need to put it in the chat? Can you hear me? Production says you can unmute. Wait, there you go. Can, wait, can can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm using my speaker too, so it's kind of gonna get some feedback. But um, I guess um, for all the incoming students, knowing that we're coming back to school, let thank God. 
Um, we're coming back in person. How would you, what would you say to those who are, you know, trying to, you know, test their waters, see how the college experience is? Um, you know, what would you say to them about getting involved? You know, what would you say is the best thing to do? Just do it, Nike. I think um, the best way to get involved, well, there is my coyote um, and yeah. the coyote connections yeah. where yeah. you could find all of the clubs and orgs and things that are on campus. But I think what's really important is to, um, you know, do some self-reflection yeah. um, and see what is really important to you, what work you really want to do, and then find clubs that align with what you want to do. Um, and then also, if there isn't a club that aligns with you, what, what you want to do, you can make a club, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. So it empowers you in that way to, you know, do the work that's really important to you in, in your uh, college journey. Thanks, David. Jesse Felix, you had a question? Yeah, I've got one. So what barriers are our students currently facing and how can I help remove them? Okay, Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> okay. What barriers are we facing? I guess I'll go again. <laughs> I'll go again. Um, I know um, definitely with, with uh, connecting with like the adult reentry center, uh, family housing is like a must. Like that's yeah. something that we oh, have goodness. to get on campus. Yeah. And as a parent myself, I just understand like how much of a burden that would take off of me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got all the titles, okay? All the titles. She rolled it out. <laughs> but yeah, just to be like, man, like, you know, I have to make sure that I'm juggling all these things in school and I still have time for my kids. And there's, I always advocate for students having a job on campus because it's just a lot easier, a lot more flexibility. And, you know, your employer typically understands that you have to do things around your school schedule or whatever, but you don't have that type of understanding and security when you're living off campus and you have a family and things like that. So, yeah, I had to argue over the key fob to get into my apartment complex today. With I told Alex, like, anyways, I digress. But yeah, um, it's it's really important to have family housing. Food insecurity, housing insecurity. Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not exempt to anybody, like especially in the empire. Like we have a shortage of everything, everything here. Mm -hmm. And it sucks, but you know, we have resources. And I think CSSB is in an amazing position to be like a pillar of strength for our community, wherever we come from. And so I think you, Jesse, I think utilizing that, but you know, like making those connections, right? Like making those connections, like if you go to church, like all right, like, you know, having an issue trying to find some place to do an event. Well, as soon as you can do an event or, you know, or somewhere else you can do an event on campus, you know? So I think plugging in, like plugging the community into our, into our space, right? This is our space that we have the privilege of having. So, mm -hmm. um, as much as we possibly can, but just to, like second, you know, everyone else saying, it's just like, just listen, like just this, when, when we come to you, like, you know, three times always a charm, right? <laughs> but you know, I understand like this stuff comes up, and when I come to Dr. Graham, when I come to Jesse Felix about something, like I, I'm mind, like you have to be mindful of like they got, they have a million and ten things to do, um, and holding them, holding all of us accountable to that is going to be really impactful. And being patient with one another, change does not happen overnight, and it doesn't happen 
and we might never, you know, reap the benefits or see the fruit of our labors, but just hoping and knowing that like the season planted and it's going to, y'all are going to make it grow. Mm-hmm. Please make it grow because there's nothing more hurtful than voicing your concern and trying to help our communities or help ourselves because we're a reflection of our communities and it dies. You know, that's upsetting. Yeah. You bring up for me why, and we can end on this point, um, why it's important for us to speak to current students as if you are future alumni. Yeah. Because it's important for you to come back. A lot, there are a lot of things that the cycle of education makes longer than what we would like. When you think about now that we're on semesters, we really only have with you September to November and February to March. Because April, everybody's like, leave me alone. I got finals. I got this. I got that. And graduation is right. So when you think about the cycle of education, it's really four months. When we have you. Right. And so as alumni, a future alumni, you can come back in two years and say that accountability circle. Right. Like, oh, the union is up. Two years ago, those fees were approved and we broke ground and and there was a pandemic. But look, I did I did get that done. Right. And I, I held you all accountable and you continue to be active alumni which allows us to continue that cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So that you don't feel like you were ignored or not listened to, knowing that that cycle is so short. You know, you're trying to move policy, right? (laughs) And you've got this window of time you can do it. So we need to talk to each other, talk to you as students, as future alumni. Your relationship will not end in May. No. It doesn't matter that you were transfer student. You're ours now. You're going to be an alum of this place. Your relationship will not end at the end of the academic year. We'll need you to come back and talk to students and to support Sauce and Sob and be like, hey, because alumni too have a voice sometimes that students don't have. You talk about, you know, administration. If you want something done, whisper to an alum because they're not burdened with the politics and and some of the things that even us as staff have to navigate, right? So be those engaged alumni because other other leaders will need to see you. Want to thank folks. We're a little bit after eight o'clock. This is the first in-person Blue Table Talk. Come on, how much you love them? Come on, show it now. Come on, come on, everybody. Love them. Ah.